we ask father that when this name shall be mentioned in that kingdom your fire will destabilize them in the name of jesus you are now listening to Breathe the Podcast with your host Majaro. What is up my tribal people? Welcome back to another episode of Breathe the Podcast. We're back again with another banger for you guys. And today's episode, we're going to be talking to the latest artist straight out of the mother, the motherland, Africa, Nigeria specifically. we got Mr. K.M. Tunes! in the building, bro. How you doing? Hello, hello, my people. That's how we greet from Africa, hey, Nigeria. Tell them, bro. My people, how are do? Hey, <laughs> good, good, good. How you doing, bro? You having a good weekend? It's a Sunday afternoon. It's like 7 right now. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm having a good weekend, actually. Uh, you know, I've just been a little bit busy with my promotion, and I still got a show this night. Oh, swear. Uh, I just... Yeah, I got a show this night. Yo, Naja boys be busy out here, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, today we're going to be talking about, you know, your journey so far. You started, you know, making music a long time ago, but now you're actually taking a step forward and actually being an artist. So, how did it all begin for you? This is the question I like ask, asking all artists because it sounds simple, but everyone's got a slightly different story. So, how did you start off making music? <clears throat> Okay, um, first and foremost, um, I'm from a musical background. My dad is into music, but he's, um, from the church, you know, Christian songs and all mm-hmm. that. So I've been part of the choristry right from the age of, um, five, six. I've been there, so I grew up, you know, learning and knowing more about music. So, um, <clears throat> when I grew up, to the extent whereby I'll be able to go to the studio and, you know, start doing my own thing. Um, I think I was around, um, probably 14, 15. So I started my music there, but, you know, the, like the question you asked, how did I start? It, it's really funny because I knew I had this, um, music stuff in me, but I've never been to the studio before. But I have friends who go to the studio and record songs and, you know, when they come back, they play their songs, I'd be like, oh, wow, that's good. But you, you never, know, like, took like part? To you never took part? Mm-hmm. No, I never took part because I was never present there. Ah. So when I told them I would like to join them, um, one of these is when they're going to the studio. And they're like, okay, cool. So we do freestyles at home and all that. So the day we went um, to the studio, you know, the beat was being played after they were recording. And, you know, the whole vibe, everyone was freestyling and, I just step in and just do something little and everybody was like, wow, that's hot. I'm yeah. like, oh, really? Wait, <laughs> like, this wait, is my first time going to the studio. Were you like, so what, what was that experience like? Was it, how, how did you feel? Was it like, I've got this planned in my head already or was it just, it just came to you? Because, you know, I'd like to think I'm a, you know, musically savvy guy in terms of I like to, I, I know what I want and I know what I'm looking for, but. I could only imagine being an artist and having an opportunity just in the studio and then everyone's vibing and just like, yeah, this is just me. I'm a hopping. And what, what were those emotions like? And what are you thinking? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it wasn't something I planned before. I never even knew I was going to, you know, freestyle or record or do anything, but the feeling was great because I felt like, wow, really? So I, I can actually do this. Mm. You know, the fear of going to the studio and all that, 
So I thought it's just going to be a little bit more tougher for me to blend in with the studio lifestyle and everything. But nah, like for my first tape, I was like, cool. So, you know, that's how it started. And I started going to the studio like back to back. I'm even more present in the studio than the people that introduced me there. So yeah. I kind of like become uh, the studio rap, like a studio favorite kind of Yeah. Thing. I, I learned guru. production through that process as well in the same studio. Oh, swear. So, because yeah. like when we when we talked earlier, you said that you didn't go straight away into being mm. an artist. You actually started producing for other people first. What was that like? Mm. How how were you? How did you go from you know sounding good on a track or like a freestyle to just just sticking sticking behind the keys and producing? How how did that happen? Mm. Oh, okay. So, um, like I said, I started with the music before I went into production, then I came back singing. So, what happened is after the freestyle, I got the, the zeal and the determination to, like, you know, pursue the music career. So, but then at some point, I realized that there are some things that I need musically that I'm not getting. You go into the studio and telling the producer this is what you want. And at the end of the day, you might not be satisfied. Like, this is not the kind of sound I want. Mm. You know, they're going to change your old vibe and your old sound and everything. So I was like, probably I'll just put my eye on this production so that I can be able to produce myself, give myself the kind of sound that I want. Yeah. Not for anybody, but as, as time goes on, I started, you know, producing people and, you know, getting better. Now, like, my phone, peace of mind, it was produced by me. Oh, swear. Oh, from start to finish. finish. So, so what, what, what's the, what's the role of a producer? Cause everyone here is our oh, producer, producer, mm-hmm. needs to go to the studio, producer. What do they actually do? Cause, you know, anyone could come and just lay down a, a couple of verses or, you know, a melody and that. But it feels like the producer does a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of, like you mm-hmm. said, crafting the sound and make sure it's tailored towards what the artist is looking for. So how, how do you go mm-hmm. about, executing that okay um i'm going to do a breakdown so everyone can understand the question you asked me okay so as a producer we, we have producers and we have beat makers so the difference is beat makers just make the beat and they don't care what happens next a producer you know can produce a beat the record you, you you're gonna pay attention to the recording session how you lay your vocals, how you deliver and everything. So producers work in artist um career is very important because at the end of the day they're the one doing the most. Sure. From the beats to the recording to directing on how you're gonna take the sound and you know how you're gonna deliver your lyrics and how to be audible and all that. So a lot of things like that. But then <clears throat> me I, the, the way I do my production now is that in my head, I know what I want. So it's just me executing that note and, you know, the keys and everything. Yeah. So it helps me to deliver or get to my destination, you know. So, so that's the thing. The producers are very important. So like, very, very important. So like from the breakdown you've just given us, it feels like, say, for example, you're like a brand new artist. You've never been to the mm. studio. But you know, an agent sees you, and yeah, yes, this is the new, the new Drake or the new X, Y, and Z, the new Whiskey, the new Burner Boy, right? 
they can easily take it to a producer and the producer just says, okay, so this is what we're going to do. Bish, bash, boom. That, that's done. Your, your new artist, you can't say anything. You, you don't know what you're looking for. You're just like, okay, cool. If this, if this, if this is the guy, you know, we can, we can start doing something else, right? But like for you, you didn't yeah. want that. You wanted someone or you wanted to understand what's actually happened. What's been done to my, to my voice. What's been done to what I'm saying or how I'm saying it and how do I want it to sound? So it felt like you needed to, or you wanted to go through a process of actually learning, you know, how to produce stuff, how to lay down tracks, record sessions, how to, you know, enunciate stuff properly, how to create your own vibe before you went back and started to make your own music. And you, you know, you tested yourself in different fields, like, you know, I'm going to work with this artist and listen to what he wants for and see if I can execute, you know, my skills to the best of my ability so that he's satisfied, so that you know, I can accumulate all this wealth and all this experience to put into my own music and then I'll be a better version of myself. So it felt like you took the time out to, you know, pay your dues essentially, learn the game and understand music. Yeah, yeah exactly. Do you yeah, feel like you exactly. you laid down the foundations for yourself to be set up to actually achieve your goals in being a music artist? Yeah. Straight yeah. up. He's like, I'm not even messing about. Yes, bro. Yeah, bro, I, I put in work in, and that's that's what we like to like to hear. So, this new song, "Peace of Mind," tell me about it because it's you and an artist. What's the artist on the on the track? Jody. Jody. Jody, my guy. Yeah, Jody. So you and Jody released "Peace of Mind" a couple of weeks ago. What was the story yeah. behind that collaboration? Okay, um, <clears throat> first, um, first thing, I get this question from people, um, often when they say, is it peace of mind or peace of mind? So I'm like, peace <laughs> of mind. Yeah. Like, that's what I put there. Just take it that way. So they're like, why that? Why can't you just put the number P E A C E? And I said, hold on to, I'm giving an interview so that I can explain how it comes. So the music is just all about a guy that has a girl, but he never used to give his hundred percent to anybody. Okay. He just gives a part of him to you know the people he meets, like the girls and all that. But then he fell in love at the long run. Now he wants a peace of mind from the girl, from giving you peace, but now you want peace. So okay. you know you're you're caught in between. That's it. When you want to just play a game and you feel like, let me just give like a 10%. But now she got you and you're giving 100. So that's the old logic behind the, the song. So it'll so be so like... See the lyrics, you're going to understand. Yeah. So it'll be like a reverse of what you, you that person's usually been doing. But yeah, I'm just, you know, 10% here, 10% there. But then when he finally finds the one that he wants, he's giving 100% and she's causing him headaches and he's like, yo, I just want you to be my peace of mind. Exactly. So that that's why at, at a point in the song it said, um, I pray your feelings never die. As if you say I see you they try, which means I, I pray your feelings never die. Mm-hmm. Because I see you you could see that I'm trying. So don't go away and follow another guy. Yeah. That's the uh, yeah, that's what the guy is telling me. I about. like that that bar for me is the is the best bar of the of the whole song. It really brings everything together yeah. and really captures the vibe of the song. So yeah. what would you say? 
you know, is your, I would say your sound. Can you best, how would you best describe your sound or, you know, the evolutions of, you know, KM tunes? Did you start off by just making Afro beats or, you know, did you do other types of genres and you started to mature and, you know, make, make your own, own version? Okay. Um, like I started music uh, professionally since um, 2010. So in Nigeria, towards this era, you know, we still have this rap artist, you know, like MI, you have Ice Prince, you have a lot of rap artists that are, you know, doing well. So, you know, I was doing the rapping thing and I was singing, you know, just a little bit of both sides. So. Yeah. But as time goes on, you know, uh, the singing part, which is the Afrobeat, you know, started, you know, taking over everywhere, whereby, you know, I don't know, maybe people get bored of um, rap or something in Nigeria, like, but it's not moving as much as it's supposed to. Yeah. You know, so I've, I've touched like different Jerry that I've done. So I think that is what built me to where I am today that. I, I could discover my sound that, okay, this is what I want to do. So my genre right now is Afropop with a little bit of infusion of R&B. Okay. So when you hear my song, you, you can see the old melody, the rhythm, the sound. I'm always particular about this thing. Yeah, like I can definitely see <clears throat> the the trend in terms of rap artists like Two-Face and all them ones there back in the day and how now it's like mm-hmm. more singing singers and Afro swing. You know, a little bit of rapping here and there, but isn't the main bread and butter is the singers, whether female or or male, and especially the melodies. Everyone loves a good melody. So once you got a hook, you got the melody, and you got a good, Af- you know, Afro swing fusion, you know, pop. That that that's the international sound of Africa right now, and we've got Amapiana yeah. coming up the ranks. You know, literally, yeah, it feels Africa. yo, mm-hmm. it feels like Amapiano has taken over in a year. In a year's time, exactly. everyone, exactly. All, literally, all the Africans in the UK were listening to Amo Piano, and at the, you know, back in the day, well, maybe a couple of months ago, or, you know, a couple of years ago, like two years, and they were like, "Yeah, it's it's all right, but like, I I I respect it, yeah. you know, because it comes from Africa, but yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm allow it." And then a year goes by, more songs come out, more dances come out. You see it on Instagram, you see it on TikTok. And then you start hearing it on the radio, and then you start hearing it mm. in parties, in clubs, and now you're like, "Yo, this is a bop." You start getting used to the sound, and I feel like that's what happens at the start of a new, you know, quote unquote trend. You know, at the start, mm-hmm. a lot of people who were listening to it from way back are, are telling their friends, "Yo, this is good. Listen to it. Give it to give it a try. Give it a try." And at the start, it's kind of like, "Ah, oh, I, I I can appreciate it, but I'm not going to listen to it like that." And then you hear it more and more and becomes more familiar and then you start to understand the lyrics and or you start to understand the beats and you know how to dance to it because you can't just dance to it like you can dance to Afrobeat. It's not. It's mm-hmm. very different. So yeah. yeah, I can definitely see see the trends and see how things are going. Would you make an Amapiano track or Amapiano mm-hmm. Piano Fusion, you know, Afrobeat song with someone or mm-hmm. by yourself? Have you got that in your skill set? <clears throat> Okay, um, I didn't want to talk about this, but hey, um, then <laughs> I get the best out of people. What, what can I say? I'm getting the secrets out here. 
Okay, yeah. So I have um I have an I'm a piano song already. Oh, sweet. I have um about two I'm a piano songs. So it's gonna be my EP that's dropping um later this year. But um I recorded it alone, no features. Definitely. Okay. I'm looking forward to yeah. that. Definitely get mm-hmm. definitely give it a shout out when it when it comes out. Yeah. But um we're gonna go on a quick break, guys. Thank you guys for listening so far. We're gonna play a, a short clip or a short sample of KM Toon's Peace of Mind by what's his name? KM Toon featuring Jody. Featuring Jody. KM Toon's featuring Jody, Peace of Mind. Have a listen and then we'll go to break. Welcome back. We are finished. We finished our break and we're back with KM Tunes. And I'm not going to lie, this next subject, I've been thinking about it for a while now because it's just been plastered on my Instagram, on my YouTube. I can't escape this topic. It's everywhere. And that's the topic of AI in any industry. But specifically, we're going to be talking about AI in the music industry. For those who don't know, you know, over the past couple of months, we've seen, you know, videos, YouTube videos, Instagram posts about AI artists, AI artwork, AI dissertations, right? AI are taking over. People are making money off AI generated art. You know, real life artists are complaining, saying, yo, this is, this is a Frankenstein's monster of art. You can't just you know, take something artificial and just pass it off as art without a human element to it, you know, that's taking away essentially our jobs and our roles. Same thing with AI musicians, right? The new trend of your favourite pop star, your favourite Afrobeat artist, you know, singing another artist's song. So the one that I've listened to on a regular for the past couple of weeks and months is free mind by Thames, but sang by Rihanna. I said five in the morning. I wake up to five for my eyes. Fearing my mind is a warning. Praying to the one you and I. And when I tell you guys, this song slaps. It's just as obviously just as good as the original because it sounds exactly like Rihanna. There's barely any hitching. You know the vocals are. Are top tier, and I just wanted to speak to to you and get your opinion. Being a new artist, being a producer of experience, what do you think about this new trend or this new craze? And it's not even a trend; this new reality of AI artists in the music industry. What are your thoughts? Um, okay, with all um, due respect, I personally. Don't welcome the idea of the AI because then you're killing the originality of, um, artists and all that. So, 
<coughs> I'm going to give some examples and instances. So, now, an artist that made a song and the song is out there, is popular. Then you have another artist, probably that is bigger, with a better vocal than the artist that made that. And we're trying to introduce this AI generation version of that person. Definitely, you know, it might sound better than the original. Yeah. You know, due to the vocals and all that. And now you're going to take that away. Because like, like I said, there's something that happened in Nigeria here. Um, I, um, Arasta. She made, um, this song, um, uh, Ide Rush. Yeah. Ide Rush. So there was one guy that, um, Joe, Joe Poe or something. So the guy came on the song, he did the cover and, Right now, the cover is trending. It has had, uh, it has over 50 million streams already just the cover. Yeah. You know, so people, people are putting a lot of hard work, spending their resources, money, time, and everything. Then it's really affecting the originality of the song. Like, for instance, um, there's an artist in Nigeria, a female artist, Arasta. I'm sure you know her. Yeah. So she made a song, um, called, so there's a guy that went ahead and, you know, he jumped on the song, doing the cover. And it's, the cover was so good. Like, it's good. Even most of the time when I hear that song, you know, the chorus, the next thing I want to sing is the boys' verse. Yeah. That's how good the song is. So yeah. the guy has over 50 million streams on, on um, digital platforms already, you know, views on YouTube and all that. That alone is something different but now you're introducing the ai generation which means you're going to kill the originality that you know exists in the music industry which means if i make a song and the song is good is you know it's trending it's making way and drake they make an ai generation from you know drake they did that version definitely you know he got good vocals he had good equipment you know, it's always going to sound better. So now you're taking away what someone has, you know, worked at for, you know, investing their time, the energy, the resources, the money and everything. So I feel, for me, I'm not in support of the AI um, technology and all that. So I will tell you that it's killing the originality in the music industry. So I'm not in support of it at all. Like, literally, I understand your point of view for sure because like you said, even other artists covering other artists' songs is a bit of a techie one. Like, like you mentioned the one with Aya Star. The, even a bigger one, in my opinion, was when, remember, Ella May released the song, um, I think it was, that a bad, boot up. I think it was like, I think it's called boot up, right? And then the mm. R&B artist, Jaquise, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, he released a cover of it, and it, I'm not gonna lie, it sounded better than her original song. And there was a whole beef between them two. You know, she'll say something in an interview, you know, my, my people already contacted him, you know, taking it off, you know, streaming platforms. You know, he's complaining, saying, yo, you know, I made that song hot. We should do a feature together. We should collab instead mm-hmm. of, you know, shutting me down for covering your song right. like anyone else can. Cause technically anyone else can. He said, you know, I didn't make any money of it, but just the fact that everyone wanted or preferred to hear his version of the song that's not an official release because there's lots of contractual 
you know, stuff that happens in, in Gaza, mm-hmm. I get 20% split because I'm on this verse and X, Y, and Z. You yeah. know, even, yeah. even if they're with different labels, that's even more of a sticky one. Who gets what? You know, both sides trying to argue X, Y, and Z. So now imagine, mm-hmm. you know, someone putting Drake, Lil Baby, you know, even the sea star mm-hmm. is like Tupac. I even had, I even heard a Tupac song sung by Biggie Smalls. I heard Hit Him Up by Biggie Smalls. First don't fuck your bitch in the click you claim. West side when we ride, come equipped with games. That's how wild these, mm-hmm. these AI generations of, um, of songs are. And they're good. I'm not gonna lie. It's slapped. And that's the thing, right? I'm 100% in favor of artists creating original work and them having protection over it. And I feel like right now, you know, AI covers are at its worst they can ever be in terms of, you know, clarity, in terms of vocals, in terms of, you know, everything being of a certain standard. There's a lot of fluctuations, but when you get a good one, you really get a good one. And even the laws aren't even up to scratch to protect artists against this because this is the first time it's ever happened. You could probably foresee, you know, 10 years, you could probably foresee this happening, but we're at that point where things need to start changing because it feels like Drake's releasing an album every other week. I'm getting, you know, you know, a take care version of, you know, an AI Drake. So they'll be like singing new songs, but with the inspiration of his take care album or, um, so long or, you know, I'm coming home or loads of different stuff that he's, he's done in the past. Like maybe like a slime, you know, inspired, Drake album, like a future inspired Drake album, loads of different things. So they they're getting creative with it, and it, and it's and it's crazy because when I actually looked into how people do it, it's not exactly that hard. If you're in the West, that's easy to do, but potentially if you're you know up and coming artist from you know a place like you say, you, you just take a lot of money and resources to even just get to the studio and get something released. Literally, someone can, you know, see that and be like, someone in the West can be like, oh, that's a good beat. Let me take that. You know, his vocals are good. Let me put him on there. I'll get loads of views. And no one can stop him at the moment. Loads of views on YouTube mm-hmm. because, you know, YouTube are very good with copyright and, you know, especially music. You can't play 10 seconds of anything without, you know, getting a, uh, a tick on your, on your verification saying, you know, this is copyrighted. You know, you have to mute it or X, Y, and Z. So, they can't even do that with this new music because it's not on any servers, it's not on any any licensing thing. So, yeah, it's yeah. definitely going to be interesting. What do you think this does for, like you mentioned earlier, for newer artists, even current artists? Like, there's a there's a I think a Drake and a Weekend song, and um, that came out a couple of months ago, and that's all people have been talking about. You know, all the, all the hot, you know, DJs and producers, they're talking about this. So it's going to be a funny thing. What, what do you think happens in the future with AI? Do you think there's laws that pass to protect artists and the originality of stuff? Or what would you even like to happen? I hope and I pray that, you know, there's a law that will, um, people, people putting a lot of work, you know, bringing out the original, um, original version of the song and, um, like I said, is is only going to um favor the artist putting in the work if there's a law that is going to protect your right and your interest. 
because it's the phone. So no matter what version they bring out in the future or anytime, you know that you know the law is protecting your interest. So that's the most important thing. And that and that's what I offer. I like like we all understand, you know, the artist is at the heart of the music, right? But let's not get it twisted. Yeah. These these labels, these recording labels, these music labels, they want their money. Money off you run. They want their peace. So as long as, you know, I feel like with the, the those those parties, the the artist is just a byproduct. Them being protected is just a byproduct. They are protecting their own bag. Like the amount of cr- like I remember during the the days of, you know, no streaming, it was just either you had to buy it or, yeah. you know, da- illegally download it. They'll be cracking down on, you know, pirate websites, you know, banning this person, banning that person for being an owner of a website. And they were like trying to stop every fire from forming. But then, you know, when streaming services happened, they were like, yes, finally a way to monetize our our music, our art, our artist's music, not our music, our artist's music that we own 80% of it, right? So they're like, yes, finally, we know once there's an affordable way to actually get money online, you know, you can download, you can download as many songs as you want. Well, it's not going to be as prevalent as it was because that, that was the only way to do it. Now people pay like £10, £20 a month maximum to listen to as many songs and as many people as possible. They didn't have to worry about those pirate websites because like, yeah, are you going to spend, you know, half of your day downloading all your songs that, all the songs that you really like or you're just going to give someone £10 and then you're good for the, for the month. But they're protecting their, now, now there's the new frontier. Now there's a new frontier that they have to protect. Now they have to crack down because the first, you know, mainstream AI generated song with the Drake of the Weekend that came out a couple of months ago with, I think his handle was Ghost Rider. They tried putting on Spotify to get money that way. Maybe they were testing it or something like that because it didn't come from an actual person. It came from like a shell company because the person didn't want him himself to get exposed or to get tracked down for attempting something like this. So he tried to get monetized from that. It got to a good 32 million streams or something like that. And then as soon as the record label snuffed it out, they got onto Spotify real quick. Apple Music, Tidal, you better shut that shit down. You better, we ain't getting money from that. I don't know where that money's going to. That's our artist. That's our song. That's, they were like, you know, in full defense mode. So now they've got an example they can look at, at, um, at a template. And now it's all about, you know, putting a lobbying party or the lobbying power to go to legislations in different countries because, you know, these companies are international. They can argue their case or whenever the next, you know, person tries to attempt this, they can sue them and then it will set precedent so that, you know, if it only, it only takes one person to get sued saying, yo, this is copyright infringement. You took our song or you took someone else's song and you took our artist's vocals because all they do is feed a whole bunch of information to the, to the system or to the tool that they use. So it can be from interviews. It can be from obviously songs. They can, you know, take their little mannerisms because it's not fully automated. It's not like you can put a whole bunch of songs in and it's done. You still need the work of a producer 
and you still need a work of an engineer, right, or a beat maker to make everything perfect and sound, you know, quality. So there could be a stage where they're not even new artists anymore. All these artists could be AI generated, right? You get me? Imagine a whole world where the record labels have control over every newcomer, right? Instead of industry plan is an AI plan. Instead of someone being picked out in real life, they're creating an artist. And that's, that's low-key easy to do. Like. Okay. Uh, um, but, but then my, my question would be when we don't have a future for original artists making their own song, you know, AI uh, is taking over. Okay. So what about the shows, the concert, the tour? The album revealed and everything. So how is it gonna come, bro? How that, is it gonna happen, yo? Do you know who, who, who are the people that are gonna perform that song? Yo, in the show in Canada, yeah. it's already happened, bro. Do you remember? Don't you remember a couple of years ago? Like a, a like there was a seat. What was it? It's like a, like a digitally um, projected version of Tupac. Obviously, it wasn't the greatest at the time, but. There was a whole Black Mirror. I'm not sure if you've watched Black Mirror. It's like a sci-fi um, thriller, um, technology, techno, um, tech-based, you know, show. And it was a story of how they stole this woman's. They locked up a, an artist, like they were doing the whole Britney Spears controlling her, you know, making sure she did X, Y, and Z perform on this time, this time, barely any rest. They did the whole Britney Spears on her, and when she didn't want to sing anymore, they just threw away, locked her up so that she couldn't protest or make a big hassle about it, digitally projected her onto a stage, took all the vocals that she's ever recorded for her, play it, or even make new songs from that, and no one may know the difference. Especially if you set piece in a certain way so that the that the image doesn't have to interact with people too much, right? Or there's no shadows or no people blocking the projection. So it's already been done in real life. There's already like concepts out there on entertainment. What's stopping them from doing like a AI generated Instagram? Do you know how like we have um, AI generated art? You know, put a couple of you know, your own photos or even make complete new people. They can easily do that. Make the per- guy with a perfect hairline, a perfect jaw, perfect physique, right? And then make the guy with a, you know, a little bit of Drake rapping a little bit of whiskey kids singing or a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And boom, we've got a, the newest AI artist. I don't know. KM, KM snaps or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. It can, it can be done. That could be the dystopian future we could have. And I don't want that like you. I don't want that. That's, that's, that looks cold. That looks calculated and that just looks fake. And I feel like that's, the worst case scenario, but I don't feel like it will get there because I feel like the, 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 at the end of the day, the humans that are going to consume it. So I don't think it's going to connect the same way consuming a nominally AI generated artist ahead of an organic living human being that does interviews that you can see them. They can actually sign autographs and you know, that's their autograph. You can go to, you know, their history where they go to school. You can't be having interviews with a with a with an AI generated human talking about yeah man I went to St Mary's High School or St Mary's Primary School with this guy and that guy we we did this we started off doing this we went to the studio it'll be all fake and it'll be like yo this is corny as hell what why are we even listening to this interview they'll turn it off and then 
people will slowly, slowly get disinterested, hopefully. That's only what I can, what I can pray for. So yeah, on that note, that brings us to the end of the podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed this interview and little discussion on, you know, KM Tunes, you know, his story, his journey, the stuff he's got coming up. Um, on that, have you got a message for the people? Like, what's what's coming up? Where can they find you? Um, okay. You can find me on all social media platforms. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I'm using the same um, username. KMTunes. At KMTunes. But it has a double Z. Instead of one Z. Double Z. KMTunes. Um... And for my people, you know, ever since I dropped the, this um, piece of mind, I've been getting a lot of um, love, you know, from every angle, support, people talking about the song, people playing the song every day. And there's a challenge going on um, for the song right now on TikTok. Okay, yeah, I see. Because there's a, yeah, there's a dance for the song. So I started the challenge with um, um, Skills. with a celebrity here in Nigeria, so... The challenge is going on. People are making a lot of videos. So, you know, <clears throat> I want to say big thank you for everyone that's been taking their time out to show me real love, support, you know, playing my music, posting it on their social media, you know, <clears throat> introducing my song to other people. Uh, I really appreciate everybody, you know. And I want to tell you people that I'm not going to disappoint. I'm always going to be, you know, be coming back to back to back to back to bang. And then what, what you ask the other time, uh, because of my EP, you know, we talk oh, about yeah. it on the piano version and all that. Yeah, when, when's so, that coming out? I'm, I'm planning to drop the EP uh, before the end of the year. So I'm not going to say the month yeah, or the date, you know. I don't want to shoot myself in the leg. <laughs> but I'm working towards it. And um, by the end of the year, I'm going to drop an EP of five songs. And um, trust me, I've been really working hard. And I want to urge people to you know, keep supporting good music and you know none of that fake none of that fake AI shit some no, original no, no, ones no AI this is originality TM to the world yeah and I'm coming over to London by God's grace you know I'm gonna be live there doing my thing you know yeah showing um, the creativity from Africa from Nigeria you know so all that when when you're down definitely shout me and then I try you know get get a couple of my friends get a couple of the tribe members the listeners the viewers to come down and show mm-hmm. support it should be should be good definitely hit me up definitely hit me up yeah definitely I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do well on that new well <laughs> new <laughs> on that note stay tuned to KM Tunes and stay tuned to Pre The Podcast I hope you guys have enjoyed this interview of KM Tunes and this discussion about AI in music industry what do you guys think in the comments below let me know and on that note I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Said I wake up every morning, pray to God that I'm fixing up. Hope I'm never slipping up. Hear the money calling, need my peace to start getting up. Feeling like I'm blessed, but it came with a bit of luck. Feeling like you stressed, then the tension starts to fill you up. Need an intermission, yeah, they ain't the same lane as us. Come from different sticks, yeah, they're not the same range as us. They cop the pleas and top of teas, they're not hitting range with us.